0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome to the party. I'm Sam Ekstrom of Locked On Sports Minnesota. Today, we draft preseason Vikings
2: fantasy teams. Yes, sir. I'm Luke Braun of Locked On Vikings. I'm excited to engage
3: with the worst take you've ever seen. I'm Arif Hassan with Pro Football Network, and Luke Inman reminded me that over the last seven polls, we've needed to stop the count.
4: (laughs) Luke Edman, at Luke underscore Spidman. I just watched the Vikings golf scramble up on VEN, and it made me wonder, who would win a scramble between the two Lukes versus Sam and Arif? Check the Vegas odds on that.
1: That video has to be coming soon. Has to. Absolutely not. (laughs) It's the Minnesota football party.
3: Locked on Sports Minnesota Podcast. (laughs)
1: Thanks for being here on a Thursday. It's the Minnesota Football Party on Locked On Sports Minnesota. It's Vikings Talk for the next hour. I'm Sam Ekstrom, part of the Ron Johnson Show, Minnesota Sports Rankum, and the Minnesota Football Party. Luke Inman, at Luke underscore Spinman. He's the author of the NFL Draft Buzz newsletter. Subscribe for free, LockedOnPodcast.com slash newsletters. Joined by the esteemed Arif Hassan. He's at Arif Hasan NFL Pro Football Network and Luke Braun, Locked On Vikings and the Locked On Vikings postcast. Only a couple months, Luke, till we'll be doing the postcast again. He's at Luke Braun NFL on Twitter. Arif, uh, clearly not uh, a golfer, wants to uh, (laughs) golf with us. I think. I think that's that's he he he's denying it, but he wants to go on the golf course
3: with us. Um, Well, no, let's be clear. I do want to go on the golf course with you. I don't want to golf if if that's uh clear <laughs> i want to ruin golf courses <laughs> got it so i want to make just sure wanna, you want you guys wanna wanna have create as time as possible yes yeah, yeah. i i want to make there golf is a lot of people un- who like on the greens hopping in
4: the cart right. driving the golf cart around and, and just being outside for you know hour and a half two hours something like that
3: yeah yeah that's Reef. Yeah. yeah plus i i can't think of any better environmental activism i could do than to demolish golf courses <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's also a great place to daydream.
3: Really acceptable to daydream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And best.
1: Today's show brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make every moment more and go to fanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Uh, On today's show, we draft preseason fantasy teams for the Vikings. This could get interesting. Also, Christian Watson with more potential than justin jefferson we might have to get into that right away because that was a take spouted by a packers talking head on twitter and i want to revisit a luke inman question from tuesday which vikings running back will have the most all-purpose yards this year all that plus ron johnson coming up on today's show uh luke braun you wanted to engage with the worst take you've ever seen on twitter i assume that's christian watson (laughs) justin jefferson would you like to kick us off the, the,
2: that whole thing has been the most brain dead conversation good, i think i've ever seen bit. it's such a good so the original bruce irons take isn't that like it's pretty lukewarm once you actually like take it down to its studs all he's saying basically is that uh, christian watson has like a higher R- ras uh, and like yeah. that's kind of it like once you really interrogate it well, but, OK, so he, just, he's like, I, the I first know you... thing he said was like, I'm not saying Christian Watson is better than Justin Jefferson. And then he proceeded to argue about it for two days, which is objectively hilarious. And no, we are not laughing with you, buddy.
3: Yeah. So I, I do want to say you are helping him by giving him the best possible interpretation of that first tweet, because, yeah, what he is intending to get across is that Watson had a higher RAS tests better as an athlete, probably. Is a better athlete, right? That's what he's intending to get across. But the phrase he used was "higher ceiling," which is not what that means. That's what he intended it to mean. But "higher ceiling" just means has the. If only we lived in the world where higher ceiling wasn't just RAS. (laughs) Right. Well, okay, yeah, but I mean, like, think about it though, because we we don't we talk about quarterbacks and ceilings, right? We're not necessarily talking about the most athletic quarterback. Although in this last year's draft. Yes, we were. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, but very often we're we're talking about like arm strength, right? The highest ceiling in this draft belongs to the guy like Ryan Leaf had a higher ceiling than Peyton Manning. They were both garbage athletes. Right. But Ryan Leaf had a much better arm. So, uh, you know, higher ceiling is if everything goes right on the development path this guy is better than this guy if everybody develops to their maximum potential this guy's better that's what a higher ceiling means but the problem is we don't think about it like that we just think about the the component parts to what contributes to a ceiling in this case athleticism but the problem is what is a wide receiver ceiling it is probably 2000 receiving yards who has a higher in that context right who has a higher ceiling <laughs> <laughs> right, like like if we think about c who is
2: more likely to reach two thousand receiving yards,
3: right, yeah, who in their development path, if everything goes right from here on out, is more likely to reach reach two thousand yards, I think it's the guy who reached eighteen hundred yards. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly fair, Christian Watson doesn't have a
2: serious quarterback. So
4: Aries, uh, right, like if only the best athletes turned out to be the best football like players, boys. then the draft would be easy and boring every year. You'd just take the Raz freaks, the combine workout warriors, and they'd all be Hall of Famers. But to A point, there's so much more than the physical portion of becoming a great football player for receivers. It's the route running, you know, the mental aspect, being able to digest a playbook, read NFL defenses understanding the proper timing and technique, understanding your opponent through film, their tendencies to give you, you know, just the slightest edge. That's all work ethic, though. That has nothing to do with the physical stuff, the RAS scores, putting in the time off the field, away from the weight room, and having just that good football awareness and IQ. Nothing to do with the athletic portion of the game. And, you know, I look at those two players. There's a reason one of them played at LSU with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, won a national championship, the other one played at NDSU because one was a far better football player in high school and got more scholarships, got more offers. Now, who is the better athlete? I guess is that what he was trying to say? I, mean, I don't know, Sam. It feels like we the summer abyss, as you like to call it. Uh, uh, and you know, I just yeah, kind of rolled at this
3: one, um, entertaining, I guess. Sure, for a couple minutes, but um. oh, it was so fun creating Joe Webcom, Stephen Hillcom. Oh, <laughs> that was great. You want to talk about the great remember a guy prompt? Hey, yeah, Cephas yeah. Johnson is the next highest show web ceiling I've been ever. Told. Hey, uh, wait, did you say Charles Johnson? Because I was right. just about to bring up Charles. No, Johnson. I said Cephas Johnson,
1: Johnson is the next oh, show Cephas. web, I've been told.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, undrafted but yeah, but wide receiver quarterback hybrid. Cephas Johnson, scout Cephas
3: team Cephas. lock, scout team lock, perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <But> yeah, Charles <laughs> Johnson, both a Packer and a Viking. That's Charles right. Johnson.
1: Yeah, enormous ceiling. He's it started out it, as like, a great story of poaching a Packer and making him yeah. good. Honestly, and, if,
3: if if he had never been given the expectation of being a starter, I that would have yeah. been fun. That would have been a nice couple of years. Yeah. Instead, he just needed yeah. to dominate the AAF for a little bit. Yeah. We love Charles yeah. Johnson on this network, too. What, Orlando Sentinel and Ron
2: Johnson. Or Apollo. Orlando Apollo, Apollo a, legend. Yeah, he's it Orlando up. Apollo. I feel um, like what is this? this like ahead. everybody agrees with well, like what Luke said. Everybody knows that like there's more to this than just like raw testable athleticism. And if you ask anybody like, hey, raw testable athleticism, is that the only thing to football? People will be like, What? No, of course not. Wait, but then I, you see and- a take like this, and it's like, what like how much discipline do you have to be able to like read that and then not engage with it for <laughs> two days? Like ask yourself, look in the mirror and be like, Am I really gonna do this, spend I, this much time on this? To, and to then to what, what kills credit. me? Is the people, the Packers fans in the replies who just are unironically yeah, like, yeah. no, Christian Watson will be better than Justin Jefferson. That that, those that one people. was rough. No, that, that the guys who rough. with the straight yeah. face are like, yeah, I that, get yeah. it. That I, need to be I, put I get out where to you're pasture. coming from. I
3: can see it. <laughs> those <Yeah>. people
2: <laughs> need to go away for Take a little while and then like come yeah. back with a clear yeah. head. You know, um,
3: I, I'm proud of myself for having not interacted with that for about a day and a half before I started making the web joke. That's pretty good. 36 yeah. hours the temptation it's after a
2: while it builds I, it's yeah, like right. it's like making yeah. an alcoholic be a bartender for like 3 days it's like by day 3 you're struggling you know it's bar- <laughs> yeah, there, yeah.
1: there's two things that are hysterical to me about this <laughs> first of all that Bruce Irons says Watson has no physical limitations and showed big playability in limited time coming off an injury he has right. no physical that, that's limitations. That kill. But I he's almost cool coming off that one
3: too, right? I was like, hold <laughs> up. Hold up. What? This is like a self contained comedy sketch. I don't need the other <laughs> tweets in this thread. This one rules. And secondly, <laughs> posting the RAS comparison
1: with Justin Jefferson also like a sea of green, 9.68. And he's arguing that Watson's 996, while better, is dramatically going to change his ceiling than a 968.
3: RAS has hey, 10 touchdowns. with linear linear grading. So like that's that's part of it too. Yet nine touchdowns, excuse me Luke. But Sorry, Jefferson's <laughs> 10
2: touchdowns, oh, which Jefferson's is his high, but, you know. Christian Watson's right, yeah. nine somehow is better because it was his rookie year.
3: Yeah, it was cuz that's going to be his love, right? <laughs> He's going to But yeah, right. I think hey, um, maybe he'll play yeah. a full season. to to both the Luke's points about ceilings that like, obviously it's more than athleticism. The problem is if we were to break down all of the things that um, contribute towards a player's success, right? You know, whether it's being fast, being physical, being big, having good hand-eye coordination, running routes correctly, being precise, studying film, having good football IQ, being able to learn very quickly, having good body control, all of those things, right? Um, The thing that is measurable that is quantifiable is the athleticism, right? But all of those things are component parts to our ceiling. Now, route running is a skill, so you can develop it. But the thing that underlies that skill might be part of your ceiling uh, as a conversation. But we don't talk very much about stuff like body control as as part yeah. of a component part of, of, uh, of a ceiling, right? Like body control might be as modifiable as speed. Yeah, you can work out to get faster. 100% you can, people do it every year. But there's a limit, right? A limit in a way that we don't think is necessarily true, although I don't know if that's actually the case, but we don't think of as necessarily true when it comes to the mental aspects of the game, right? You just work harder, right? Which is, again, not really how it works, but how we think of it. Um, But like body control, again, you can work on it, but that is going to be one of the things that caps how good you are. And I don't know if there are many other receivers, if any, who have better body control than Justin Jefferson. That is a huge component part to his ceiling, right? And we could talk about other, like the cognition stuff. Do you remember that Alec Lewis story at the Athletic, you know, a couple of weeks ago? Um, I think it was actually right before the draft. So maybe a couple of weeks ago is incorrect, but um, that looked into the S2 cognition test a little bit, but specifically looked into how Justin Jefferson did yeah. with the analytics department at LSU He's one of the few people on the planet Mm -hmm. that is not eye dominant and can engage in either eye dominant tracking, which means Mm. that most players, most people, when they look a ball in as they're catching the ball, you know, will be tracking it with their right eye or with their left eye. They'll be eye dominant in some way. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you will have a better you'll have an easier job looking over your left shoulder than your right shoulder based off of your eye dominance to track that ball. And you'll be able to deal with obstacles in different ways if somebody is covering up your left side versus your right side. Justin Jefferson does not have that limitation. Insane. It is a one in 10... And this is not the story. This is like a one in 10,000, if not rarer, trait that he has, right? How is that not part of your ceiling? 100% that's part of your ceiling. Right. We don't have everyone's sure. eye-dominant scores, so we can't talk about it. Right. So, like, I, these are, like... The way we talk about ceiling is is a little bit broken because I think potential is a really important part of draft conversation because we don't know what everyone's development path will be. But knowing where they would be if they develop in an ideal condition is a really useful piece of information to have in the draft. But the problem is we don't have all of the elements that tell us, hey, this guy can process information a little bit faster. Hey, this guy can look at a ball with either eye with the same amount of uh of control and frequency hey this guy has much better body control those are all really important component parts to your ceiling that are really difficult to improve but are not part of the ras
1: i'm i'm eager for ed to become shorthand for eye dominance in the pre-draft process i think that'll be uh that'll be a good one um uh, also Sam, have I you thought about up that up one that. for
3: a second <laughs> yeah
1: we could workshop that i think okay no yeah. I, I know exactly what i said a hey, Sam, hey,
3: Sam um, just real quick
1: <laughs> uh, bring it in. Bring it in. I'm just do, looking do we, forward. Do
3: we get a new sponsor, Sam? Is that? I'm looking like, forward to hearing like uh shoe blue shoe. Kind or a pill. A I'm looking like forward to
1: Jordan Reed and Mel Kuyper spouting, you know, the the benefits of ED and and why some guys don't have it. Um, I also think that Christian Watson is more likely to be rookie year cordero Patterson than Justin Jefferson, like an unsustainable amount of giant plays. That sound
3: familiar for like a raw wide receiver prospect. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but you, you can't yeah. take rookie Yricoro Patterson away from me. I will always cherish that. Fair enough.
1: Let's draft Vikings (laughs) preseason fantasy teams after I tell folks about FanDuel, the official partner of this show, official partner with Block Dawn. You can bet Major League Baseball there all summer, including the Twins, minus 154 money line this afternoon against the Boston Red Sox, Joe Ryan on the mound, run line sits at nine. Bet that and all the Major League Baseball games. At FanDuel Sportsbook, new customers get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, check it out at FanDuel.com slash locked on today. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more. FanDuel is an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, guys, here's the game. We are drafting Vikings preseason fantasy teams now. I want you all to to agree on the rules because I don't like to sort of bully my way in here with all these rules because you guys always fight me anyway. So let's talk
3: That's about it. Half the so, fun. What do we? What? Come on. So I'll throw this out. <laughs> I'll throw
4: this out here, Sam. So standard okay. fantasy football scoring, just like standard ESPN scoring. Do we want to do PPR? Do I think we, we should do, half do PPR. Point, PPR. PPR, half point yes. Full.
3: full. Full oh, PPR. point PPR, okay. No, no position bonuses. So no position
4: just bonuses. No just standard across the board. Full point PPR. And remember, I'm gonna no throw
3: quarterbacks. So oh, no, quarterbacks. no
4: quarterbacks. There's no okay. quarterbacks.
1: There's not enough quarterbacks, and Cousins probably won't play. So that would not made it be really more
4: fun than though, two. I yeah. feel Like, yeah. um, how about I'm gonna throw this out there. I've never done this in fantasy, but it looks intriguing in this exercise. How about one defensive player?
3: Well, then we'd have to decide on defensive points. And well, I think we just do one system. point
4: for a tackle. Two for a sack, two for an interception, one for a force fumble or fumble recovery, or two if you want. But it's pretty much just a tackle.
3: He's negotiating so much of this already. Are there
1: websites, Luke, where we can check to see what the standard is for a defensive? players but there is,
4: yeah, ESPN no st- has the standard again okay. i think it's pretty across the board one point for a tackle two for a sack or an interception it's either one, one or forced two fumble for, a fumble.
3: And one for a fumble recovery yeah yeah uh, let's vote on it i vote ESPN yes touchdown. i'm yeah, in fine. let's just use espn's
2: idp scoring all right there you go perfect yeah it sounds like it'll perfect. make the format worse so i'm in based on
1: roster Great. spots as they are now one running back Two wide receivers, one tight end, one defensive player. Does that sound good to everybody? One running yeah. back. All right. Sounds good. Now, going in order of our last draft, the winner of that draft was, I believe, Braun. Braun, you took Diggs in the all-former Vikings draft, right? I think I did. Well, that was nope, you, Luke. Luke. You, got, yeah. you yeah. had Keenum, Abdullah. Okay. Luke won that going away. Uh, second pick goes to me. I edged out a reef with his Case Cookus team. Luke Braun, you got greased. You got absolutely blown out in this draft. People were hating on Heineke, boom, did on Heineke. Yep, the Heineke I mean, pick was. How did you, a how did you get cookest? That's crazy. I got cookest. I got how Case cookies.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Over fourteen hundred votes, and uh, Luke Braun got five
3: percent. Like in Inman's yeah. team. Has players currently in the NFL. I think the only guy I have in the NFL is <laughs> Cordero.
2: <laughs> and you almost got second. It's, it was it's like second. how many <laughs> presidential votes? It, it's like losing the presidential right. election to Homer Simpson. It's
3: yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I don't have to worry about safety, I'm Homer Simpson. <laughs>
4: Oh, that's good. (laughs) I overthought it. So, Inman, you will start. I think I got to go running back first. I think the preseason just in general kind of dominated more by running backs. And what's crazy about the Vikings roster, there's no like A.J. Rose, right, this fifth running back, or Rock Thomas. So I'm going to go with Dwayne McBride as the number one pick. I think he's going to get a lot of touches.
3: Do we have a uh, spreadsheet? I don't think you emailed us a spreadsheet. Um, No, I said uh, before we started that you'll just have to look at the roster. What, well, yeah, but I to eliminate people, know who's on my team, just saying it's good to keep track just saying,
1: yeah, I think you can handle it. Um I'm next. <laughs> obviously going either Chandler or Wangwu. Wu, I think Chandler's gotta be the pick the pick unless they are preserving him, which which is the big calculation here, right? Like starters are very much off limits. With this, this what's this? This is,
3: yeah. this is this is another example of us having to because you're never going to negotiate all the rules out beforehand. I assume Wang Wu will get points if he scores on a kickoff or punt return touchdown, but not any points for yardage. Correct, right? correct. correct. That's
4: standard. That's standard. I'm
3: mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Correct. Sometimes you know. Nope,
4: that's good. That's good to clarify that. Yeah, six yeah. points if he ends up taking one to the house, but those all-purpose yards don't count. Cool.
3: Your you picks, special teams yards. Um. Well, this is kind of dumb, isn't it?
2: Uh, <laughs> well, this mm-hmm. is just dumb. Yeah, this is this is stupid. This entire
3: exercise <laughs> is dumb, which is why we're doing it. I know. I just like after the two running backs, it's like, oh god, the the world is yeah. my oyster, and I don't appreciate it. Uh, Sam left
4: uh, Nick yeah. Muse for you. Just left a gift, <laughs> it's not, it's not. a Nick Muse yeah. sitting right on the board there.
3: Um, man, Nick, come on. Uh, I, I screw it. I it's, the, the running back the thing back is there. whatever at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, I'm gonna take Jalen Naylor. Yeah, good pick. All right. Well, I didn't get
2: stuck. I didn't get stuck with Alexander Madison. I'll take that. Uh, I I was considering
3: Madison. Honestly, I was just like,
2: "Ah." I mean, it's just that he's just like not gonna play, except maybe in like one of the games. Right? Maybe there's no shot. He didn't play. He didn't play last year as RB two. He was he wasn't active. (laughs) Uh, So I'll slam Kenny Wongwu. And I'm also going to, I'm sorry, Sam, I got to do this to you. Uh, I'm going to take Tristan Jackson. I think there's going to be a lot of volume yeah. for him on the second. No.
3: Time. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. Yeah. Good pick. Arif, back to you. Um. So I can just ignore running back now. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> Zero RV, baby.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Zach is-
1: O'Gile is eligible.
3: Oh, my God. No, that's not happening. 1-yard plunge. <laughs> yeah.
1: 1-yard um, touchdown vulture. You could get a fullback <laughs> touchdown maybe more likely than than then getting Alexander Madison. Than Madison down, yeah. amassing 6 points. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um I I just the problem is I have no idea if Josh Oliver is going to play. No idea, right? Hawkinson that's almost certainly one. won't play, right? Johnny Munt almost certainly will play, but Josh Oliver is in this like weird zone. Right. Right on the fence. Um, yeah. I I am gonna go I'm gonna go with Johnny Munt. I just, I see him playing every preseason game. It's a good pick. And I've left um, Nick Muse. You have. I
1: yeah, I'm torn between Nick Muse and Ben Sims. I think Nick Muse, though, is the play. I think Ben Sims is not quite the pass catching tight end that I want him to be. Nick Muse is my guy. Use, on to Inman on to
4: Inman. I just might go receiver, receiver, bang, bang right here. And because I can't pick who's going to win this punch job. Why don't I just pick both of them? Jalen Rager and Brandon Powell.
2: Ooh.
1: Okay. But they might be shopping. Uh, Rager trying to get
4: the most value. And those points count when he gets traded back to Philly.
3: <laughs> Actually, that's a good question. If a player gets yeah, traded
4: I knew Arif would run with that. It took him three seconds, but I I like that, though.
3: You, you, you still you're no, it's just preseason. Points. I like it, yeah. No matter the team. Right. I like if, that. If he ends okay. up on the Bucks, like he gets his You should points.
4: predict who the Vikings will trade for.
1: Just draft that guy. <laughs> <Just> draft that- <laughs> yeah. Yannick
4: Gakway coming back.
1: Is Tyler Johnson still bouncing around out there every yeah. time he gets released? Yeah. To the Vikings. I don't think a hometown he's on a score. Story, Which no. running think back?
2: I... <laughs> oh, which yeah. running back will Miami cut? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a Jeff Wilson angle?
1: <laughs> so I don't have a wide receiver yet. Um, so you've taken, I, I would say, arguably, your uh, wide receivers four, five, six, and seven are off the board. Um. Now, our guy. Malik Knowles, his injury concerns me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with. Hmm, I'm going to go Thayer Thomas.
4: It's <laughs> a good pick. That could be a PPR monster a right there.
3: Yep. Yeah. I was I was I was hoping you'd go Blake Pearl. Ah, uh, he's never going to be healthy. I know. That's why I wanted you to pick him. <laughs> 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 Harif, you're this wrong.
2: is the part where this feels very poisoned. We're we're really thinking about volume oh, yeah. shares on the third team. This rocks. Oh yeah, I mean, hundred percent. It's
3: hilarious. Extremely degenerate
2: behavior. <laughs> um, and this is a keeper leak. It is
3: dynasty. <laughs> um, all right. If sacks are worth That's as much just as crazy enough to work. Is sacks are worth as much? No as No, sacks are
4: worth two, right? Or are they worth one?
3: Oh, I completely Sachs forgot. Sacks are worth these two. Sacks are. Sacks are worth two. Okay. Yep. Uh, no, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Troy Die.
4: Oh, ho, 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 ho.
3: first one off the board. That that feels it? Right,
4: right? Yeah. That the, honestly, that probably would have been one of my top two
3: defensive. Yeah, picks. Troy
1: Die can't tackle anybody though. Has he ever tackled a player? I don't um, know if he can tackle on he, accident. He gets yeah. counted
3: in the tackle stats. You right. know, That's all I really care about. Guys get bounced. Can he stop him. someone? No. <laughs> right. But, like, you know, he'll, can, he'll can he jump on the pile for half the yeah, tackle. for yeah. sure. He'll, he'll, he'll be the first one to a player when somebody else tackles him. That's all I need. He gets hey, to maybe the ball. he gets a pick. I,
2: Those I am once hands. again grateful that I'm not forced into picking like, a de facto starter that probably won't play. Uh, I can get my tight end in Ben Sims and feel like I will at least have a guy. And then on the way back in the snake, uh I'm going to take Ivan Pace. Oh. Go for a second. I was between Ivan Pace and William Quenku.
4: Dirty. Um,
2: but he's I'm I'm going on the let's hope Ivan Pace gets a good blitz sack kind of move. Like let's this let's is... see some playmaker out of him. Wow. And he's
3: gonna get a ton of reps too as a as a as a rookie. It. Yeah see the vision good pick like it a reef all right so i have to pick a running back right that's that's what's left for me (laughs) or wide receiver oh yeah well screw that um i should share this you gotta that's what i was saying sam (laughs) It's like oh you can figure it out like i sam i don't need you to have a list of players i need you to have a list of who's on rosters i'm sorry (laughs) come on commish Come on, man. There we go. Thanks. See? This is this is already useful. Okay, so running well, back, now it's receiver, not.
4: receiver, tight end defense. There we go. Uh, so a Reef does need
3: a running back. Yeah, but I'm going to ignore that fact. Um, So Thayer Thomas is gone, right? Okay. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll take Malik Knowles, I guess. Man, Sam all is
4: them. sniping all my rookies.
1: Packed him up too much. Yeah. All right, wide receiver and defense? Still there. I'm going to leave defense for last. Um, yeah, Mog or I'm not doing Cephas. No, I'm going luck guys. I'm going Lucky Jackson. Ah! I'm
3: going, ah! Lucky, Jackson. I'm going yeah. Lucky Jackson. I was NFL considering. Superstar. I was considering Lucky.
4: Well, they only have four safeties on the roster. I mean, even once you get to the second and third team, who's going to be playing all those snaps?
3: No, they that's got Alex Theo Jackson.
4: Jackson. Oh, they got Theo. Okay, Theo. You know what? I'm going to take Andre Carter. Maybe he does something on that third team. Maybe he gets me a couple sacks. And so then this, what? Is I, Jay
3: Ward officially listed as a corner or a safety? On officially? our lads, I he's the nickel. Yeah, and on our lads, he's a nickel, but the Vikings are probably going to play him at safety. Yeah, I'm
2: looking this point. up. What he what letters he's got? next to his name but I i'm gonna take andre
4: carter and then i guess default i have to take the last remaining tight end outside of hawkinson give me josh oliver
2: listed as a
1: safe item all right that leaves defense for me um i'm gonna go luigi Villain. i a- think that there's a lot of sack stuck. and tackle potential
3: with luigi Man, I took a lot of second-team guys. I, that was a huge mistake. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm Alexander Madison. I really wanted you to go fullback, man. I, mean, that, I know, I know, but you know, maybe they're you, like, hey, we sucked at running the ball last year. Maybe we should actually use our running backs in preseason. It,
4: it's just all about that first opening drive, that one first
2: drive. Can
3: yeah, Madison get that one, get drive, that one touchdown.
4: Can get a touchdown? Can he catch two passes? Yeah, I'll yeah.
3: be happy.
2: There will be one drive at the beginning of the first preseason game, and then he'll he'll be on ice for the rest of it. Just ghost. Ghost. He's not, he's not like, here's he's what not, I'm thinking. Like, he's
3: got like a $3 million contract. Like, what are you protecting? Right. Just play him. Uh, your projected starter. <laughs> yeah, and, what, and suddenly we care about that at running back? The word starter? <laughs> <laughs> I know the
2: Vikings will. I'm gonna do something <laughs> potentially risky with my last pick here. I could go with like a, like a Garrett Mog or whatever Blake, Blake Pro, but I don't really feel great Blake about Proll. that. Blake Pro, no. Uh, I feel like as a rookie, they might want to get Addison some extra snaps. Maybe he won't be wide receiver two off the bat anyway, so maybe he'll play on the second team a little bit and play more than we think. I'm gonna take Jordan Addison.
4: Wow, could be wow. great. Mystery relevant.
2: Could be oh, great. that's going to that's be catastrophic. That's going to be catastrophic. That's, crazy.
4: that's either going to be a goose egg every week or like yeah. 15 points. I, boy,
2: I don't know if there's one, a way to not one, get a goose egg out of this, to not risk a goose egg out of this. Cause like yeah. everybody else yeah. I could take might not be on the team. Come the preseason. Right. Right.
3: <laughs> right. Well, okay. So wait, what's the roster cut schedule? Like we might have like, cause it, after it, the second don't... preseason game, I thought it was like 53 now. Is it it just one roster cut? I
1: don't know. I think there's one cut.
3: Okay. I think there's like like one cut of like five five players, maybe. Yeah, there's a cut of five players. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something like that. We'll figure it out later. But the idea that somebody might not have a team by the time we get to the third (laughs) preseason game is extremely funny to me. I love it. Yeah, this is fantastic. All right. So and I'll be
1: honest, on- I didn't even really think that hard about who wouldn't be on the team. Oh, like, I didn't I, think
3: about that at all. I just thought about it just now. Yeah. But, like, I love the idea that, like, Luke is left with just Jordan Addison heading into the third preseason game. And he's right. like, man, I hope they play their first friend rookie in the third preseason. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> that, would, wait, that, that would mean that they've cut, like, Ivan Pace and Kenny Wong. That would be an insane result. And I kind of want to just see that chaos.
3: Yeah, it, it, the idea that Kenny Longo and Ivan Pace are like players 86 and 87 on the roster is also very funny. <laughs> yeah, something very, very dark happened.
4: <laughs> what the hell happened here? All right, so Sam, on, moving forward, we, we got to start keeping track here. And then... Yeah, if only, do... if only
3: we had done this back when they did like a real cut before the final preseason game like 15 yeah. players. So like you you'd have to like really do that math and be like, "Oh man, <laughs> this guy this guy might not be there for the fourth preseason game, but he'll play the hell out of the third preseason game." You know, back This
1: is the board. only way to enhance these games too to make them entertaining because this coaching staff has made them so Do you remember last year what a drudgery it was to watch these football awful. games? It was Like, awful. "Luke, we we did the shows afterward and I didn't know what to talk about. It's like, who were your winners?" from this game winners and losers i don't know it was like 14 to 11 final score i don't know what happened <laughs> if you now want
2: know. some
3: good Re- sign remember when mike zimmer was like action. undefeated in the preseason and oh, everyone yeah. cared about that <laughs> that oh, was yeah. like a thing into, like Belichick. yeah like, it
2: was like 12 0 it was, <laughs> yeah. it was insane i actually
1: did research on this and i was like okay let's look at the history of perfect preseason teams does it translate to more wins and it was like Half no, Detroit was
4: the like undefeated lions. in the preseason. The <laughs> yeah, year that's they, like the they, famous yeah. one. They yeah. Lost. Yeah. yeah, they
3: won every preseason game, lost every regular season game. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just give fans a
2: glimmer of hope. Okay, Bron, what were you going to say? Uh, if you want some good roster bubble, something to uh, some intrigue for the preseason, there's a, a whole bunch of that on today's Locked On Vikings.
1: Nice. Make sure to check that out. Also, check out Lock. Check out Locked On NFL. With uh, Luke Braun, Ross Jackson on Tuesdays? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Should be expecting Ron Johnson here in a moment. While we wait, let me bring this up from uh, Luke Inman's question he asked me on Tuesday. And I think it's legit. I think it's a legit, difficult answer. If you include return yards, which running back leads the Vikings in all-purpose yards this year? Now, I... Handicap this as Wang Wu getting about 800 free yards that no one else is getting. So, does that make him the favorite, or is Madison still the favorite? Because Wang Wu, even if he adds like another 200 on offense, it's a thousand yards. Is Madison gonna have a thousand yards?
2: It feels really hard to assign a thousand-yard season to Madison just because he won't be as much of a belt. Like he'll he'll still be the main running back. He'll get the the majority of snaps, but a, a thousand yards feels like a lot to ask. I feel like I have to go with Wangwu here, but yeah, it's
3: not like a slam dunk or anything. Wangwu had nine hundred and fifty-five all-purpose yards yeah. last year. Oh man, all-purpose yeah. or Isn't just that turn? tough? Yeah, so so even if he gets
4: nothing again on offense, if he has no role on offense at all, he's going to be right in the mix with the final two right at the end.
3: Assuming he makes... Ezekiel Elliott. Right. (laughs) Hey, Luke, like, like when you did your like... When we did like the 50, like the... Cooperative fifty three, Sam. What was that? Uh, the cooperative fifty three, where we all did our own position groups. You're like, well, I'm getting this guy because he's a special teamer. That's all he can oh, do. Najee like, Thompson.
2: Yeah, Najee and Thompson. it's like a Matt Daniels crush. Yeah,
3: yeah, and it's like there's like a couple of people whose only job on the rosters to be returners. Maybe they do beat out Kenny Wangwu. Like I don't know that there's a one hundred percent chance that Wangwu makes it as the kick returner. He's a very good. Oh, for returner. sure. Absolutely, but yeah. Like, there's, there's definitely that question.
2: I mean, he, yeah, he might be one of the best ones in the league, but that can fall away really fast.
3: Yeah, like do, they, does this... they just like Brandon Powell a lot. He'll do everything, right? The yeah, turns, kick the right. right. Especially if that's
2: okay. the only thing you do. But right now, Kenny Wongwu is also snapping as RB two, right, Sam?
1: Yeah, he is. Yep. Easy.
2: Does All
4: this right. new kick return rule change affect the projection of how much like you got him pegged at about yes, 800 this year? It does. It'll how yeah, much the down, number. I of, mean, how much yeah. is that going to yeah, get Yeah, that's, a, that's down? a
3: good point. Cuz it'll, it'll, it'll like even if Wang wants to return, right? It'll right. it'll force balls into the end zone because returns have been creeping back up. So the ret- so then I, I got the numbers on this. So the return percentage before they implemented the 25-yard touchback the return percentage was something like 40%. And then they implemented that touchback, and the return percentage dropped to like 23. And it's been creeping back up. I think it's at 39% last year, the number of kickoffs that are returned. And the NFL was like, well, that ruins the whole point. So we're just mm-hmm. going to make all of that touchback. Uh, f- oh, uh, for people who don't know, if you fair catch a kickoff return inside the 25, that turns into a touchback to the 25 uh, that's the new rule that they passed. Uh, I think it's a provisional rule for this year um, because special teams coaches hated it so much that they weren't going to make it like a rule rule this year. Mm-hmm. But that is that is important. There's going to be dramatically fewer returns. Um, the Vikings in particular liked to take advantage of the short kickoff. They actually were one of the league leaders in opponent kickoff um, field position because they would kick it to the two and force a return and then they would stop it before the 25. Um, but now... There's no reason to kick it short because you could just fair catch it. And that'll Mm -hmm. bring it to the 25. So you might as well just boot it out of the back of the end zone. Either way, a 10 more touchbacks, a bunch of fewer returns. This might even cut Wong Wu's... Good point, Luke. I didn't even think about this. This might cut Wong Wu's kickoff return yardage in half, honestly. Right. Because remember, just, it from just 41 decreases to his
4: value just yeah. in general, right? I know he sounds like he's taking RB two reps right now, but a lot can change once we get to training camp or preseason.
3: Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm putting yeah. way to all my chips in on Dwayne McBride, obviously. Let's go. Well,
1: Spinman took Chandler, so we've got uh, like I'll take maybe Jeff McBride
2: or not. You'll take who? <laughs> Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson. We'll say oh. the we'll say the Dolphins signed Dalvin Cook. Jeff Wilson's the odd man out. He ends up. Joining the Vikings on cut down day becomes RB1.
3: What a crazy roster that the Dolphins would have. The, the Vikings, whatever. That's a pretty normal Vikings roster. Yeah. Well, if they get Dalvin, they're also getting D Hop. That's what I heard. Yeah, right. Because they're a duo, right? Oh, right. Yeah. They're deal. a package deal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're each going to take less
2: money so they can play with each other. Who, uh,
3: how how did it? that come out? Why? Hey,
2: Dalvin Cook he needs
3: they... some excuse to take less money than
2: he thought. <laughs> He's got save safe face.
3: <laughs> but who put who put out a package deal story out there anyway? I just I just I started Cook seeing it a bunch. A, Dalvin like, went on Schefter's podcast. Speaks. Really? Yeah, he yeah. said it on Schefter's podcast. Does D Hop know? <laughs> Did he inform Nuke? <laughs> this is this is like when I was in high school and someone told me they were my girlfriend. It worked out, but like you know. <laughs> I, it's just like oh, I gotta I hear that story. Well, it's yeah. fine. We dated. It's fine. <laughs> I mean a big deal. apparently, right? No. Legally are we dated.
1: You...
2: <laughs> Sources tell me. <laughs> sorry, yeah, yeah. Mom, I'm wow, going to prom. Who would know
3: better than her? I mean, it's, come on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Unassailable source. First hand information.
3: <laughs> That's funny. I just like like I like the idea of like Nuke like just picking up, like getting a bunch of text. Like, wait, we are? We are. I mean, I don't dislike the guy, but you know, it's not like New England's going to sign him. So so.
4: when you (laughs) sign with Arizona, I have to go back to Arizona. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I
1: didn't say. What
3: is New England going to sign, Dalvin (laughs) Cook? Is that happening? Come on. Right. Right.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm doing the the pre Ron Johnson tap dance right now and looking up ESPN stories. So ESPN Field Yates wrote one move every team should make before the season. Uh, who wants to hazard a guess what the Minnesota Vikings suggested move is? extend
4: Justin Jefferson
1: or extend Daniel Hunter.
2: But yeah, along those lines. Wait, there was a Luke, story guess? this morning that that they might uh, that they might wait on Justin Jefferson. I didn't read yes. it. I just saw the headline and
3: decided not to. I, I also did not read it. it but I think I have to at some point to do my job. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um,
4: I watched the uh I watched a Rich Eisen clip today. He had a top 5 I top floor, 5 though, I most under the radar players with the most pressure. So obviously like Aaron Rodgers obviously has a lot of pressure, but that's not like under the radar. Number 5 was Sam Howell. Can't... Oh, number 4 was B. John Robinson. Not so much just for the Falcons, but he's got a lot of pressure just to bring value back to the running back position I, I when you're drafted know. in the top 10. Number three was Colt McCoy with Arizona. This is a time to shine. And number two was
3: Matt Stafford. Does
4: anyone want to guess who number one was?
3: Uh, Jameer Gibbs. I mean, if B. John Robinson's on the list, Jameer Gibbs should be higher than him. It was a the another... reason that you're bringing this up might be Justin Jefferson or something like that. It wasn't JJ. It was in the division. DJ Hawkinson. Oh, in the division. In the not division. Jordan Love. That's not under the radar at all. It was Jordan Love. It that's under Love. the radar. That's uh, yeah. Sorry, he, he put sorry, a sorry, lot of
4: the spotlight on. Everybody's talking about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers in New York. All it's this. A ton of pro-
3: but, the, this is well. The same Howell pick was good. I think it was a mm-hmm. great way to give us a characterization of what that list is. I don't know if I believe uh, agree with the B. John Robinson one, but if you put Jameer Gibbs there instead, that'd be fine. So that's fine with me. Um, you know, that's not an under-the-radar pressure story. That's a very obvious pressure story to me. Hawkinson's All right, a decent, I'll tell him. I'll, I'll let Rich yeah, know. No, thank you. Please, uh, <laughs> anyway, Sam, um, you were saying? I mean, you guys, well, yeah.
1: extend Justin Jefferson was the move. That was oh, the okay. suggested move.
4: What was the what? other NFC North?
1: Yeah, what were the other three? Yeah, I got you.
3: Find a quarterback in Chicago? Is that
1: <laughs> Green Bay? Sign a veteran pass catcher. I was Lions. I was going to end with thrower. That would have been awesome.
3: Sign <laughs> yeah. a veteran pass thrower. <laughs> Perfect sign <Okay>.
1: competition. <laughs> Lions extend Jonah Jackson,
3: guard. Oh, that's got okay. kind of... talk about under the okay. radar. That's yeah. a guy. I mean, he's good. That's not under the radar, sure. He's good. Wait, was There's this sold as an
2: under the radar thing the Vikings should do? Is no, no, no. We're just we're
3: crossing streams at this point. Oh, okay. This is yeah, just yeah, every, right. one thing every team needs to do before the season starts. I think was the article, mm-hmm. right? And Actually. who wrote this? Field the eights. Okay. You want to talk to him?
1: Ron Johnson's in the room, just uh, waiting for him to get settled. Uh, there was also a really good Brad Spielberger graphic I saw where he he put like Matt or. Top average contracts by position over the last 12 years. And all of them have a very nice linear increase from year to year running back flat. Mm. The one position.
2: We'll All right, Ron Johnson again. joins
1: us now on the Minnesota football party. He's at three Ron Johnson. Uh he hosts the Ron Johnson show Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays round table on Friday. Ron, how you doing
0: today? I am uh I'm good. Uh just heard some uh what was that submarine conversation between uh a Reeve and Luke. So <laughs> yeah, you know, very well educated now in billionaires and being golf balls. So I'm very, very educated.
2: <laughs> golf oh, Jesus
3: Um.
0: Wow.
2: Oh my God.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what 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 better fate than to turn into what you love?
0: The one thing I will say about the submarines, though, and these are real people. I don't even know if this is real. This could be a hoax, for all we know. But the memes have been very funny. Like the fact that they keep sending. I feel so
3: bad. It's because everybody keeps sending the Little
0: Mermaid down there, talking about when the Little Mermaid is down there. (laughs) Uh, you so know, and then people are saying they're hanging out with uh SpongeBob down there, you know. I mean it's it's just a bunch of that.
3: I've seen I've seen people like because there's like the depth chart thing that you can find on the web, like what's the deepest any of these creatures have been found? And like people have been like, Yeah, we gotta send elephant seals after the sub.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing what people have come up with. Um I didn't even really that like it like was, was like real Sinan until was now I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're saying the pilot of the sub was the is like the granddaughter grandson of the two people from the original Titanic that died. Like, yep, I saw that. So, yeah, Whoa. I don't know. Like, maybe he wanted to go down there to find them. I have no idea what's going on. Like, this is crazy. It's getting real crazy. What is- you got for me, football wise, fellas? What we got? What we got?
1: Yeah, y- you know what else is crazy? There was a, a, a Packers, Packers guy. Swim. On Twitter, Packers guy on Twitter. It was not Peter Bukowski, Ron. It was not Peter Bukowski. Are we sure that's um, not his
0: burner account, though? That could might be, be his burner sure. account. We're
1: not sure. But there was I'm a pretty claim sure he made engaged that. With it. Chris, and he probably agreed with it. Um, Christian Watson <laughs> having more potential than Justin Jefferson. The phrase he used was higher ceiling. Let's correct. be, let's be completely correct. Higher, higher ceiling. ceiling.
0: And I think <laughs> the he problem would go is on later in, in to Grand say Bay. more
2: potential, to be fair.
0: Is, is that what you said? More potential? He later Uh, said more potential, but the initial tweet over two two days of
2: arguing in this, he said both.
0: (laughs) Yeah, either way, he's dumb. Um, Here's why: Um, (laughs) nothing against. He's probably a smart person, but this is a dumb take, and I get it. You're getting a lot of clicks. It's all about the sensationalism of sports now, and everybody wants to be famous by saying something stupid. And so here's the reason why it's stupid. One, uh, in Green Bay, I'm guessing he lives somewhere that doesn't have a ceiling. So he doesn't even understand what a ceiling is. Um, and, And so, you know, for whatever barn or wherever he's at, he just doesn't understand ceilings. And so when I think about the ceiling, which means this is the highest you can go, Justin Jefferson actually doesn't have one. So Christian Watson's ceiling can't be higher than Justin Jefferson because Justin Jefferson is a unicorn that doesn't really have a ceiling. Like we haven't seen the full potential of what Justin Jefferson can be. We kind of know what Christian Watson is. And, and if he ever brings up Randy Moss in the same breath of Christian Watson, that
3: was a lot.
0: He should be put in front of a firing squad. Like that was something a lot. has to happen. Like he should be <laughs> condemned to life in prison because that is criminal. Like You cannot put Randy Moss's name in the same breath with anybody besides Jerry Rice and Terrell Owens at this moment. That's the only two people that deserve to be in that Randy Moss conversation is Chris, is uh, uh, Jerry Rice and uh, what's his name, uh, Terrell Owens. And then from there, you can kind of climb and throw some other people up there that have been great. Calvin Johnson, we never saw his full potential. Maybe he would have been the best ever, which probably um, – but you, you just can't do that. You can't ever say Christian Watson reminds you of Randy Moss because he doesn't. Like, he, it doesn't even – it doesn't equate to the same – math like, the math ain't mathing, as the kids say. Like, it don't add up. And so I understand his thought. He's saying that Christian – like, we know what Justin Jefferson is and that's the best he's going to be. Well, the best he's going to be is the best. Like I feel like the Kobe (laughs) Bryant commercial where, you know, Kobe Bryant is doing the Kobe system with, with Kanye West. And he's like, I want you to sell more records. He said, but I, I I went double triple platinum. I went 10 times. I went diamond. He was like more records. He was like, but, but I'm the best. He was like, you're welcome. Like that's literally where Justin Jefferson is. Like you, he's already gone past the Kobe pinnacle. And now he's at the top of the top. It's like, what else can he do? Like when you're so good, there's nothing else you can see anybody doing better. But the problem is Christian Watson will never do what Justin Jefferson did. So I don't even know why we're having this conversation. Like, he's about to do something before anybody's been the age of 25, which is Randy Moss right now, in like 600 yards. Like, he only has a couple games to pass Randy Moss before he turns 25. So, I mean, knock on wood, Barney doesn't get hurt. Like, Justin Jefferson is heading towards a a, a level – that we haven't actually seen. Like it reminds me of, of Fantastic Four. And I know Luke's never seen this movie, or not Luke. Sorry, uh, Sam. Damn. Sam's never uh, unnecessary. I mean, bulleted you know, Luke.
3: Not many people have seen Fantastic Four. Oh love, calm down. Calm down. Well. Fantastic
0: Four is it, it's it's, <laughs> a it's a struggling, a struggling <laughs> franchise, but they're I trying to figure it out. Alba, original. Jessica, original Jessica Alba. Thank you, thank you. Thank I you. Have yeah. Seen Jessica that. Alba. And if you remember that an one, an American When 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 Johnny whatever Blaze, he was like, man, what are you trying to do? He's like, keep going, keep going, and he was like supernova's next you know like that's where we're at with just like we don't know how hot he can get but the next step is supernova for justin jefferson what what would you say
3: he has plumbed the depths of his talent then yeah like he's like you couldn't go any deeper as it were
0: the pressures uh, unless he's in the titanic submarine submarine. like he can't go any (laughs) deeper with his talent like and so that's where i go with that like i'm not going to disrespect christian watson because i think he is going to be a good receiver i think he's going to be really good um but but he's not heading towards Supernova. And I think that's the difference between him and Justin Jefferson.
4: Hey, Ron, we were just talking about Rich Eisen. He unveiled his top five most under-the-radar players with the most pressure in the NFL. So not guys like Rodgers and Russell Wilson, et cetera, because they already get so much attention. He had guys like Sam Howell, B. John Robinson, Colt McCoy. So my question, which Vikings player has the most pressure on the team that's maybe not getting the same attention or spotlight as a Kirk Cousins or Justin Jefferson, for example?
0: I think KJ Osborne. I think with Jordan Addison stepping into that building, I think KJ Osborne has a lot of under the radar pressure. Like, I think KJ Osborne can be a big piece of this offense as a receiver, too. But just like Justin Jefferson, when he was behind BC Johnson, if KJ Osborne, and I don't think KJ Osborne and BC Johnson are the same receiver, but if he has any slip ups or any like question marks, I think the the first thought is, man, this is our first-round pick. Let's throw him in there and see what we get with Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison in there. Um, I do feel like they're going to go 11 personnel a lot, which is three receivers. Um, so I think we'll see all three on the field. But I think K.J. Osborne secretly um, has a lot of pressure because where does he end up? Like, we know Jordan Addison will be under a rookie deal for a couple of years. We know Justin Jefferson wants a mega deal. So then, K.J. Osborne, are you willing to take, like, a Jake Reed type of uh, contract type of role knowing you're with Randy Moss and Chris Carter? Not saying Jordan Addison's there, but – Justin Jefferson definitely is either going to be Moss or Carter, um, but can KJ Osborne at least you know fill in and be Adam Thielen in this? And I think that's the key. I think KJ Osborne with Adam Thielen's departure, KJ Osborne is under the most pressure and he's under the radar. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, good one. Yeah, I don't really have like much to add. I was really like entranced by this Christian Watson conversation. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> You're distracted by the sub, by the sub okay. I was also games. I was also distracted by the submarine. Hey, how about this? What may be the best metaphor for a bunch of like in the NFL right now? Any team doesn't have to be the Vikings. What team is acting most like a group of underprepared billionaires overpaying to enter a carbon <laughs> fiber submersible,
0: unprepared to go where it needs to go? <laughs> I don't think any NFL owner is that dumb. Um, I, I really that don't. Now the out. No. But. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any uh, <laughs> any owners that dumb. But but. If I were to pick one, he's on his way out the door. I would have said Daniel Snyder because I feel like Daniel Snyder never really had a true plan. Like him billing his own organization four to five million dollars to put his own logo on his own plane is it's got to be insider trading to the biggest, like, or not insider trading, but whatever mismanagement of funds, fraud. Yeah. Like to pay yourself four and a half to five million dollars from your team's money they earned with ticket sales so that you don't have to claim it as. Money for the organization, but personal money. So your other owners can't get pieces of that four to five million dollars a year. Like that—that that to me alone seems like whoa. How many years has it been? Like has he has he walked away with forty million dollars cash without other owners knowing? So that's the only one uh, which I'm very excited to see Magic Johnson get his hands on the on the the Washington Commanders because I feel like from a marketing standpoint, you think about Johnson Theaters. Uh, you you think about Starbucks that Magic Johnson has been a part of, like he's always been on the forefront of trying to figure out ways to. And, and you're already in D.C. Like D.C. already is hungry for like a good product. They had it way back when with uh, Clinton Portis and and and, and uh, Sean Taylor and all those guys. Uh, well, at one you know, point it was
3: the highest valued franchise in the NFL, yeah. right behind the Cowboys. It was the second yeah. highest.
0: No, and series. and I think they can get back there. I mean, their stadium had a collapse due to heavy rain you have to know something's wrong. Like the, the water was dripping on fans. Part of it collapsed. There was like a, the, a, a, the
3: water pressure was too much.
0: Yeah. Like the, the, didn't the stands fall there too. Wasn't that the same stadium where the stands yeah. fell on, uh, the, the Jalen hurts. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah. So just a lot of that little stuff that I think magic Johnson, when you look at the LA Dodgers and what he comes in as he comes in as a player, first type of owner, he's going to advise the other owners within the organization of what matters most to players. Um, He's Magic Johnson, so you know when it comes to free agents, maybe uh, he'll be more involved. Like Daniel Snyder, nothing against him, but uh, if Magic Johnson gets on a jet, brings you out on this super, super mega yacht that we all saw him go across the world in doing his terrible workouts—like his workouts are terrible. Um, but who, what, what free agent is going to say no to that? Like, it's like, do I want to go play for Atlanta Falcons or do I want to go hang out with Magic Johnson and maybe do something special in Washington D.C.? I think Magic Johnson's gonna, um, you know, I think he's gonna be able to lure some of these, like, especially younger guys uh, that are, that are, you know, celebrity fans of guys like Magic Johnson, uh, even though they've never seen him play because the same like Michael Jordan, but they're still wearing the Jordan shoes. So I would say it would have been Daniel Snyder, but he's out the door. The rest of these owners, man, I, I do feel like now, um, the only thing all of them are screwing up on, and we don't know what that vote was, was this double Thursday night football crap. Like, I don't feel like any of them have a plan for that. Um, but maybe they do, and we just don't know. I think the plan needs to be this season needs to be like 20, uh, what is that math, 22 weeks long? Because if you give them 22 weeks, you only have two preseason games. You have these dual practices like the Vikings are going to do. You have a week with different two different teams. That gives you a week of practicing against another team, which is the equivalent to four preseason games, and then you start the season with the Thursday night games, you you plug in a, extra buys. So 22 weeks gives you a Thursday, and then you can rest all the way to the next Sunday. And then if you play on a Sunday and you're going to play Thursday, you get to rest to all the way to the next Thursday, and you put a gap out there. Maybe it's less games on TV the, during the weeks, but at least those Thursday games aren't like back-to-back where you're having four days rest and so on and so forth or five days rest. I, I think that's the only thing all the owners to me have missed on. Ron,
2: Ron. Uh, there's this, this morning – there was a a Florio article that might just be speculation, but he does say that there is plenty of noise that the Vikings will wait to extend Jefferson, essentially saying that, you know, the holdout rules don't, don't advantage players enough. You can call the bluff and this kind of whole thing about like the ramifications of that. So I guess, Hey, do you believe that there's any chance that the Vikings would drag their feet? And how do you see that kind of thing playing out? Or is this just, I don't know, some bluster that one side or the other will put out during a negotiation to try to drive the price up a dollar or down a dollar.
0: Here's where I go with guys like Florian. I love him. He's a Minnesota Vikings. You know, He's grown up with his Minnesota Vikings fan, blah, blah. If you go back to the video, I don't know if you guys saw, Lamar Jackson's draft year of the Saints. Somebody just tweeted and said, this is why I have trust issues, or maybe Instagram real. Somebody said, this is why I have trust issues. And it's all the people in the ESPN panel talking about the Saints making the move to get to number 14. I don't know if you guys remember this. Lamar Jackson's year in the draft. When they moved to number 14, Lamar Jackson's year, go back and watch the video. Everybody on the panel said, oh, we talked to Sean Payton. He's going to get Lamar Jackson. Here's the future of the Saints' uh, offense. Lamar Jackson, blah, blah. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Now, granted, if the Saints had made that move, they probably would be a lot better organization because they would have moved on from Drew Brees, and then they would have Lamar Jackson waiting in the wings to go with Alva Kamara. Oh, my goodness. Alva Kamara Lamar Jackson in the same backfield with Mark ingram that would have been gross like that would have been and and mike thomas because he probably would have showed up for this mm. that would have been scary yeah. Yeah. that would have been scary like that's a for davenport, davenport that year they moved up from marcus davenport who is now a minnesota viking right
3: mm-hmm. all right great so we might
0: need to ask him about that um sam
3: <laughs> hey, what do you think almost being lamar jackson how does that almost being lamar. do you think <laughs> those two have talked about it
2: that would to be a fly on the wall <laughs> right
0: <laughs> but they moved up to get marcus davenport all the guys on the espn panel said whoa i guess we were all wrong and we were lied to this is what i'm talking about so a lot of people throw stuff out to the media because they know they want to throw a breadcrumb out to get you guys looking and then what happened to lamar jackson everybody thought the saints were going to draft him so what did everybody else do start preparing their board for somebody else mm-hmm. they took marcus davenport all the dominoes got screwed because they're like oh crap they didn't take uh, Well, we already said we're going to do this we're already trading with them we're already doing this And then Lamar Jackson drops to 32, I think, to the rating. It's like
3: draft day.
0: It's just like draft day. And so when you understand Florio, somebody gave him that intel. I think what they're trying to do is prepare everybody for what could happen. Also, maybe, maybe his agent is trying to push the Vikings to not do that because it could be true, and he's trying to push the Vikings to like hear like after that comes out let's hear what the media say or what the people say and what justin jefferson does like or maybe the vikings threw it out there just say like let's see what happens if we were to do this let's let's throw it out there to florio and then let's see see what happens with the rest of the world i always think man like this is chestnut checkers these owners these gms they get paid a lot of money to be smart especially a guy like quasi my guess is they've talked to justin and his agent they've told him exactly what they want to offer him and they told him when they want to offer it to him um other than that i think the rest of it is just noise um Stephon Diggs, that has a little bit more traction with the Buffalo Bills because everybody's lying about the problem. And Stephon Diggs is saying, y'all go ahead and cap if that makes you happy, big dog. <laughs> so something there is different. With the Vikings, Justin Jefferson showed up for camp. He practiced. He did everything he's supposed to do. Like, in my opinion, I think. and then there's a rumor now saying, not rumor, there's a whatever. Somebody said Stephon Diggs was in the building on Tuesday, allegedly, and they're saying he wasn't. So, again. That's right. They're all- saying
3: he wasn't because I, I thought it was basically confirmed that he was because he had to be there for the – pre mini camp medical check
0: right so they're saying he was there but then originally remember they said he didn't show up so right. i think mm-hmm. i yeah so i think now they're backtracking trying to say oh well he didn't come out to practice well that's not the same thing he didn't have yeah. to come out to practice so yeah. again there's and that's why he said go ahead and cap like i was there we already know what the problem is like why are we talking about it like this so i i think there's a lot of stuff that gets thrown out to the media to get a reaction I, and then i think get Sean the reaction, has
3: handled it though i will say that who did Sean McDermott. Yeah. Should, oh, yeah. Like, that first day, he have. Saying he's
0: concerned. Like, yeah. 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 No, he it is. I'm like, it's personal matter. He's excused. Let's move on. And right. I unless it's,
3: it's... non-story.
0: Unless it's mental health. Because we do know that that is a part two of this, because we know Stefan Diggs yes. keeps posting tweets that's and That's what it, like, sounded and, like, like. Yeah, that's like... What, I mean, yeah, that's what... That's yeah.
3: why... I, yeah, but, like, I... If if I'm going through a mental health crisis, I don't want the person I'm confiding to to tell to people. Tell
0: yeah, Correct. to like exactly
3: yeah yeah. yeah. Just say so, it's
0: an internal matter. Yeah, just like we're, hey, we're gonna figure this out. out. But yeah, he he to tried to data. say on his Instagram like because he did a photo shoot. and He said I'm in my happy place or in a place of zen. You know, so he's trying to and he's doing modeling. He's you know he's traveling. So maybe he's saying that's what I'm happiest and maybe football doesn't make him happy anymore. Um, we know that is the case for players that just quit. Like, look at Eddie George, look at Barry Sanders, look at Calvin Johnson. They were like, man, look, this is not fun. You guys are killing me with this. I'm done. You know, so that 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 is not say Stephon Diggs is going to do that, but, I mean, if he does, then we have the answer. But he is in a place of zen doing the football camp be just did for kids in, in uh, his area in Maryland. You know, there's a lot of stuff he's still doing, and he's very active on social media. So, clearly, there's something else going on there. But I don't think Justin Jefferson and the Vikings are there. I just think Florio uh, wants to throw it out to see what would happen. Throw spaghetti against the wall, see if it sticks.
1: Roundtable tomorrow with Ron Johnson, Reggie Wilson, Luke Endman, and myself. More controversial topics will be discussed there. Ron, we're up against the clock. You're recording some big interviews for your show coming up. Uh, uh, Should we leave people in suspense? How about this? Uh, There's a a Vikings position coach that's getting interviewed. There's a Vikings uh, commentator that's getting interviewed. Some good stuff coming for next week.
0: Yep. Yeah, sports analysts uh, for for, uh, NBC is coming on uh yeah we got the vikings coach and, and the coach i'll say this he coaches some guys that were thinking about trading or maybe being here like i mean it's a it's a coach that's worth the interview uh and then also again yeah uh one of the vikings uh commentators vikings game day live host as well uh gonna join us and then uh Dontarius thomas former vikings uh uh, outside, I think he was outside linebacker but uh, Dontarius Thomas is going to join us Michael Floyd uh, we had so many interviews we couldn't even get Michael Floyd in this week but I told him Floyd we'll get him in like two weeks uh, so Michael Floyd is going to join us as well talk about his career, what's going on with him uh, maybe we'll get into some serious stuff maybe we won't but it's, it's some good stuff coming for this summer we know without football, basketball you only got to deal with baseball and the twins hurt your feelings so just come over to the Ron Johnson show for some feel good moments
1: good stuff Ron thanks for joining as always, talk to you
0: soon no, thank you.
1: He's at three Ron Johnson on Twitter uh, covered a lot of ground today. We've got preseason fantasy teams drafted. We settled the Watson versus Jefferson <laughs> discussion and decided which running back's going to have the most all-purpose yards this year. Luke, Luke, Arif, Thank you so much for your contributions. Comment down below uh, Christian Watson, Justin Jefferson. Who how would how you big, rather have? How big is the cap? <laughs> <Who> <laughs>
2: Uh, And which running back is going to we'll have ask, ask again once Jefferson year. gets paid and watch the answers be super brain dead.
1: Yeah, I would expect nothing less. Then be uh, like, check out Lockdown Vikings. Check out be Pro Football Network. <laughs> Can't <even> be- check out the NFL Draft Buzz newsletter. Thanks for watching and listening, everyone, today. Uh, we're free and available on YouTube <laughs> or wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you tomorrow on the roundtable. <laughs>